Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Scott Slade on the line with outgoing CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Thanks so much for having me. Dr. Walensky, it's a pleasure to speak with you. And after two years and five months, has it felt a little, a little bit like you've been at war. <laughs> um, first of all, thanks so much for having me. Um, you know, the last two years and five months have been amongst the most challenging of my career. I will say the first year, the year prior to these two and a half years working on the front, front lines were similarly challenging. So we, I know we as a country have been at this for about three and a half years. Um, and that feels like I have been that way too. <laughs> What drove your decision to step aside now? Um, you know, I, we are in so much of a better place. The, the, the end of the public health emergency um, really felt like the right time because we've accomplished so much. Not only have we been tackling the COVID-19 pandemic, certainly over the last three and a half years, but um, there have been so many, I, I've said frequently, it feels like it's raining infectious diseases with the Ebola in Uganda, the global MPOX over the last year and a half, um, paralytic polio, avian flu, many um, infectious disease challenges. Um, and I do feel like in addition to sort of conquering um, and addressing each of those, we have done a lot of work at the CDC in terms of moving the country out of this acute emergency and looking inwardly at CDC as to what we need to do to be the public health agency of the future. Um, that work in what we've entitled CDC moving forward in addressing um, and fostering accountability and timeliness and collaboration and communication and transparency has been so much of the work that we have done um, and really I feel like it has been an inflection point for the for the agency and public health around the country. And I feel like that work um, is not going to be a one and done. That work will, will have to um, continue beyond my tenure, however long my tenure. So now just felt like the right time, having started that path. I see. How unsettling was the backlash uh, against some parts of well, gosh, uh, the uh, of, of the political world uh, against everyday people. How unsettling was the backlash against the vaccine? Of course, it wasn't universal, but did that leave you scratching your head? Um, it was certainly among the challenges. I knew I was in for hard challenges as we came into the administration and were tackling the COVID-19 pandemic. I didn't expect that that would be among the hardest challenges. Certainly, we want people to have the most up-to-date, accurate information when it comes to their own health, whether it's, um, you know, as they pursue a vaccine or anything related to their own health. We certainly want people to have that information. And what became um, the dialogue is that people were making health decisions based on how they voted. And that was certainly never, it's certainly now for how I practice healthcare, how I make um, clinical decisions, how I think individuals should make decisions. But it became a partisan issue and people were um, accessing actually inaccurate information. And we had people um, peddling nefarious information with nefarious intent. And we never expected that to be um, 
the way that this pandemic got charged. That had to be incredibly frustrating, especially with the the speed at which the vaccine was developed. Um, Yes, and and what I think was lost um, in the delivery of that speed was the fact that there were decades, um, two decades of research that allowed, in, in the backdrop, that allowed that speed to happen um, and that, you know, it was a gift of science um, over the last two decades that allowed that speed to happen. And ultimately, what we saw was incredible um, efficacy of this vaccine. Certainly, we also saw two things. One, that that efficacy waned over time and that as we were served new variants and subvariants, that that vaccine, while still working well against severe disease and death, worked a little bit less well against infection. And so we were battling um, you know, emerging science, emerging variants, and the, the nefarious intent, uh, content that was being um, spewed out there and how we were working to communicate all of the good the vaccine was doing against that backdrop of mis- and disinformation. I was reflecting uh, before I spoke with you, uh, we're speaking with Dr. Rochelle Walensky here, and uh, did you have an opinion or a theory on the origin of the virus that caused COVID-19, or did that really matter to you in the end? You know, ultimately, the work of finding that origin doesn't fall squarely within the work of CDC. Um, I do think that if we are able to have that piece apart, and, you know, some people have opined that we may never know, um, that it is always helpful to learn those lessons in history as to what we could have done to prevent it. But ultimately, the work of public health is to address public health threats regardless of their source, um, regardless if they are human or man-made, regardless if they are accidental or intentional. We at CDC have to work 24-7 to be response-ready regardless of their threat. And so that is the work that we are doing across CDC moving forward. That's our responsibility to deliver to you as the public health agency of the future. Have you got any advice for your successor, Mandy Cohen? Um, yeah, I am um, really enthusiastic about um, the the future of CDC, about Mandy, uh, Dr. Cohen's, uh, you know, um, her position. Um, and what I continue to tell people is that this has been um, among the hardest jobs, but the gift and honor of a lifetime. And part of that is because of the incredible people, 13,000 strong, who work at CDC, who work tirelessly and selflessly to worry about, with incredible expertise, I won't note, um, to worry about health and public health so that the rest of the nation doesn't have to. And I am um, confident that I'm leaving the agency and the future of public health in very capable hands. Let me ask you a superlative question. Can you pick out a, a high point and a low point, at least for you personally, during your time leading the CDC? Um. You know, I, I will maybe talk about the high points. There, there are so many low points. I think that we saw low points in the country. When I started, we had 4,000 deaths a day. Yeah. Certainly that Thanksgiving call of knowing that Omicron was upon us um, and that we were going to address one of the most um, most uh, uh, transmissible uh, variants as of yet. The, the phone calls about MPOX, the phone calls about paralytic polio, those of course, um, knowing that we had another threat that we had to tackle are, are among the real challenges over the last two and a half years. The high points for me have always been getting out in the field and seeing the incredible work, the stories um, come to life from the pe- work that people do. Um, 
recognizing that there are people working in public health who repel out of helicopters to deliver test kits to cruise ships, that people um, are working um, 24-7 in the field, um, in Ebola-laden territories across this country, when we or across the world when we have them, um, to protect um, to protect the those people living in those countries and then to protect Americans. And seeing those um, people, those that work come to life um, is just among the most satisfying, gratifying um, times of my tenure. Were you surprised by the uh, the personal t- attacks against you, Dr. Fauci, and other public health officials during all this? And how did you respond when the Congressional Subcommittee just recently actually a accused you of misleading the public uh, during the pandemic? Yeah, I I guess um, certainly it was not something I expected when I took this position. Um, And what I have always said is certainly when you know that there are people with nefarious intent, you know how how, um, strong that can be. And and certainly that has always been a possibility. And I've certainly experienced it myself as Dr. Fauci and others. my job, I think, in all of this is to listen to the naysayers, to understand where they're coming from, the information that they are receiving, and then to put my head down and do the hard work of getting the right information out to people so that they're making accurate um, decisions about their own health. And finally, Dr. Walensky, what's next for you? Uh, will you remain in Metro Atlanta, or is that still on the table? Um, thank you for asking. Um I uh, have left my next chapter intentionally blank. I am looking forward to spending some quiet time with my family and um, and some time reflecting and then thinking about what will be next. But I will say that my passion is in health and public health and whatever my next person, I imagine I will be championing those issues. Outgoing CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, thank you for your service and for spending this time with our listeners. Thanks so much for having me. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.